5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right. Happy Wednesday, everybody. And we are going to continue with the story we started yesterday in Mark chapter 5 with, they call it the demoniac or the demon-possessed man at the garrisons, whichever one you want to uh, identify him as, but it's Mark chapter 5. We stopped at verse 13, but this interaction continues because we had a the interaction or the encounter with Jesus and this demon-possessed man. And now we've got kind of this interaction interaction that's going to occur with the people outside of that. So let's continue. Verse 14, the herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there, fully clothed, perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Then those who had seen what happened told the others about the demon-possessed man and the pigs, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been uh, demon-possessed begged to go with him, but Jesus said, no. Go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of the region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. So this is an an interesting interaction because what you find is that after this, I mean, clearly, clearly, demonstrably wonderful, miraculous event that this man who had been demon-possessed had had left himself, you know, cut himself off from, from regular society, been living in the caves, and now these people are rushing over and they see the things that is, have happened. Man. This guy went from, you know, like tattered clothes or naked um, to completely, I mean, he's dressed um, and, you know, as, as it says there, uh, that, uh, this man was fully clothed and perfectly sane, but listen to that next sentence or the next part of that sentence where it says, but they were all afraid. So this didn't leave them with a sense of awe. It didn't leave them with a sense of, Ooh, like this is intriguing. A man who, uh, you know, chases demons out of people. Um, this is man. I mean, like, look at what, you know, that's, it's, they were terrified. They were afraid. They didn't want to understand it. They didn't want more information from Jesus about it. They wanted to go on to continue doing the same thing that they've always done, especially as these were Jewish people who were pig herders, you know, so there's a whole, you know, conflict happening right there. And maybe that's also the reason why they don't want to engage this rabbi teacher, Jesus. So when the crowd began pleading with Jesus just to go away, just to leave them alone. And I don't I mean to me this this is uh you know the the encounter that is going on with this crowd doesn't seem to be the same reaction that people have when they're sitting around and they see a miracle right before their eyes and most of the time people are like, "Whoa, look at this guy. He must be special. 
He's got he has something here, but no, not with these people, right? They were like, we just want you to go away. They're they're maybe afraid and in their 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 fear they're pushing Jesus away, you know, but there's there's something about this that ultimately is turning them and you know turning them away from Jesus. And yet when you see the formerly demon possessed man who is continuing in this, you know, he's like he's begging Jesus because Jesus is getting into the boat. He's about ready to 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 get out to bounce like in this that guy is like, hey Jesus, you know, I'm gonna let me come with you. Let me follow you. And he begged Jesus to go with him. And and so it seems a little bit weird, this next sentence from Jesus in verse 19. It says, but Jesus said, no, go home to your family and tell them everything the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been, right? So Jesus turns away this man to ultimately go and do what? Tell his story to his family. And that's a great some great advice. I mean, and Jesus, a ultimate master teacher, um, you know, that he knows more probably what's happening surrounding this man's life than we ever will, right? Because Jesus knows his heart. Jesus knows his situation. And Jesus knows that if he shows up before his family and tells them this story, then they're going to be changed and give glory to God because of what has happened. And so Jesus says, where's the greater impact going to be? Well, sometimes the greater impact is going to be go back to your circle, go back to your family, go back to your friends, go back to that village you grew up in and tell them everything that has happened to you. Tell them about the man who has power over these demonic, you know, satanic forces and go and tell them the things that have happened. And so this man, it says he started off to, to visit the, uh, the Decapolis, you know, that region to be able to proclaim the good news, the good things that Jesus has done. So this man didn't just go back to his family. He didn't just go back to his, his you know, couple of friends that he, maybe he, he knew before this whole demon possession thing. He went back to um, a region and began to be an evangelist. For Jesus. And this is the response, the things, you know, what happens when people hear a testimony where they get to see the response is it says that everyone was amazed at what he told them. You see, this is the opposite of where we find the people in the the, the herdsmen, right? The people that were were afraid of what has happened because of this man. But the other people were amazed. And I think this is the reaction that one sometimes we'll find, right? Is that sometimes people are going to be like, let me hear your testimony, right? Or we share our testimony. Sometimes people don't ask for it. You know, we share our testimony. People are amazed. They're like, this is, that's great. That's wonderful. That, you know, that's, you know, give glory to God. Well, there's some people who are just like, yeah. No, that doesn't sound right. You're, or I already know what you're trying to do. You're trying to turn me into something. Like, and they get afraid and they turn away. Like, we can't, we can't control what people are going to do with it. Once we share it, it's out of our hands. God's got control of it. 
God can work those things. So let's let God do it. All right, everybody. Hopefully you learned something today through that story. Um, as it breaks down, it's, I mean, to me, it's, it is a fascinating story. Um, and the reaction and the encounters that occur because of it. All right, we'll be uh, back again tomorrow with uh, more encounters with Jesus. Take care.